Hey guys, welcome back to the Loaded to Grace podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Whitney. And we're so glad you joined in to listen today. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Genesis chapters 48 through 50. But to pick up where we left off last week, let's quickly recap what we saw in chapters 45 through 47. So Judas sacrificed himself for Benjamin, and Joseph reveals himself to his brothers, finally. Joseph sends his brothers back home to get Jacob and the rest of his family so they could settle in Egypt for the duration of the famine. Jacob and Joseph reunite in Egypt, and Pharaoh allows him to stay in Goshen. I think that's how you would say that. Goshen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the end of chapter 47, we see Joseph's true genius with how he makes the Pharaoh very rich. He has all the money, all the livestock, all the land, and all the people, and will forever have a portion of the goods produced in Egypt. Hoorah. Crazy. Anyway, so that brings us to chapter 48. Yes, 48, where we see (laughs) Victoria drop all of her things. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) just like with the world. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay, so 48 starts out telling us that... Oh, wait, hold on. Before we get started, started, I can't believe this is the last Uh, chapters of Genesis. It is. We went through the entire book, I think, in pretty good detail. I think so, too. I think we We hit Genesis pretty hard. We got stuck in a lot of rabbit holes. We We did. We got sucked into a lot of tangents that we may do other episodes on. Yes. The Nephilim. Yes. The Flood. Mm -hmm. The... Many other things. Many other things. Anyway, but these are the final chapters of Genesis. Genesis. And I hate to say it, but they're kind of <sighs> they're not climactic. Yeah. Compared to the rest of Genesis, where we're seeing the creation of it's the world. It's not like a final, like, like da-da. Yeah. It's, just it's just like, kind oh, of like, everybody dies. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, which wouldn't be the first time we've seen that in this chapter. No. <laughs> I mean, this book. Anyway. Yes. Right? So, anyway. It's starting- crazy. Starting in chapter 48. Yes. So we start out hearing that um, Jacob, are we calling him Jacob or Israel? Because it goes back and forth. It goes back and forth in a lot of it. So, but I think for the purpose of this, we maybe should just stick with Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, um, I, just because we're going to start talking about the Israelites and yeah. Israel, the country. Oh. <laughs> I watched that happen. It was one of those faces. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like pop my hip. Like what the Oh it hurts. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's it's okay. It was just like out there. It hurt. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're back. Um so starting out in chapter 48. <laughs> No, we're going to call him Jacob. Okay. We'll call him Jacob. Yes. Jacob is ill. Yes, he's sick. Also, I when I was doing the minimal research that I did for this these chapters, I'm not going to lie, guys, I ran out of some time. No rabbit holes to look no forward to this holes, episode. No rabbit holes, unfortunately. Um, the, the, the father is ill, and like the Hebrew here, I think, is the same as when they were describing what Isaac had, and it just kind of translates to terminal illness. Yeah, I was wondering if that was, you know, meaning the same thing, because then we see later, I can't remember if it's in this chapter or if it's in 49, he, I mean, he can't see. Yeah. His eyes have grown dim. Terminal so, illness yeah. is what it translates to, I think, from the Hebrew. If that I'm makes sense, correctly. because they just keep saying fallen ill, so. Yeah. Well, at the same time, they didn't understand 
medicine. They didn't understand how. Yeah, they didn't have the meds. The and they're over a hundred years old, like age decrepitness. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) you just degenerate as time goes on. Exactly. No wonder your body just starts to wear out. Like, what is the first thing that usually goes in old people? Their Their hair. No, their vision. (laughs) Their vision. They they start wearing like reading glasses and things. You know, not wrong. Or their hearing acknowledge i'm not wrong you're not wrong yeah but you're right it's vision and hearing i think that's hereditary though the hair (laughs) some people are less fortunate than others. their hearts too sometimes their hearts go well american hearts yeah anyway (laughs) not israel light hearts no they didn't have big macs and type 2 diabetes (laughs) diabetes seriously anyway um yes he was terminally ill yeah, he's not doing well. He wants to see his his son Joseph. Yeah. Um so he goes to see him and he's so thankful because he didn't think he'd ever get to see his son again. And now not only has he got to see his own son, his favorite son, the his chosen favorite whatever is Joseph. Yes. That's a good way of putting it. Um he's also got to see his grandchildren. Yes. Um so he's you know, very thankful and appreciative to God for that. And well, so too, at the same time, like it, it, it specifically says Joseph was told, behold, your father is ill. So like while his family was in Egypt, he was still the second hand to the Pharaoh. So like yeah. he wasn't seeing his family at all. Really. Yeah, he, he was, was still living of, his life the way that it was before, before like, because he, he still had off, yeah, everything to do. Yeah. So, so the fact that you know his father is there he can go see him but he doesn't it would just be like now like you know like if your family were to move here i mean yeah you might be able to take some time off but then at some point you're gonna have to go back to work yeah you know yeah or when you go home to see family or whatever yeah yeah like you might be there so yeah so it just says you know joseph went and and came to see jacob and here's where it just interchanges it. Like it literally says verbatim. And it was told to Jacob, your son Joseph has come to you. Then Israel summoned up his strength and sat up in bed. Yeah. In the same like verse. Sentence. Basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Whatever. We're going with Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> just because I feel like it's, it's easier. Yeah. I'm not intending to mean any type of like disrespect or anything. No, it's because just... God renamed him Israel. Yeah. And he he had this the 12 sons of Israel. Like. Yeah. We know his name is Israel, but for the purposes of this, we're just going to intertwine Jacob and Joseph. That's going to be my strength. Yeah, that's the same. Same. <laughs> so then we see his um, Joseph's sons. You know, they're here. And I heard I was watching The Chosen on Pure Flix. Is that a TV show or is it a movie? It's a, I, what I was watching was a series. I think it's a movie. But I don't know. Like, what I was watching was The Chosen, the series. And the what I'm seeing right now is, like... And I, they say it's biblically accurate. accurate mm-hmm. And um, they just kind of, like, add some, like, different context or whatever. Oh, it's... But it's basically, like... It's a, it's a series. It's a, it's yeah, a TV show. It's good. It's good. I mean, I'm not too far into it, but... I know they made a movie based on abraham and the sacrifice of isaac yes what is that called i um i'll look it up hold on i did watch did you see any advertisements for the two thieves yes i saw so many of you should watch it it's so good and it's only 26 minutes really because it's about the two thieves it's not about 26 minutes it's 26 minutes i'll have to go watch it so 
take 26 minutes it'll be it is shorter than our podcast episode <laughs> by a lot <laughs> yeah you could watch it twice yes um but anyways on the show she one of the characters says pronounces joseph's son's names and i think it was ifrayam and manessa that sounds about right so manessa. i just thought that was interesting manessa yeah ifrayam and manessa ifrayam ifrayam you have to say it like ifrayam i can't roll my Hebrew. tongue that's how she said it ifrayam oh. ifrayam you sound legit ifrayam you sound <laughs> His only son. Is what it's called? Maybe. Yes, his only son. I'm going to write that down, actually, because I do, because I've seen advertising. It's the team it. behind the Chosen TV series, launch a new movie, His Only Son. And it's about Abraham and Isaac. And Wait, that whole. Does it say what platform you can watch it on? I think you can watch it on Pure Flix. Hold on. I have a lot of good stuff on Pure Flix. This is not a sponsored ad. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but, like, they have. Um, Veggie Tales is on there. They have some other movies. Passion of the Christ. The older Left Behind movies. Oh, it's in theaters. Oh. Probably not here. 82% in Rotten Tomatoes. Good. I wonder if they have it in theaters. Anyways, not a rabbit hole relevant to, Where, to Jacob blessing his children. Because I was talking about the chosen for the purpose of saying I heard them pronounce Joseph's Their sons. names. Okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. So here... You know, Joseph goes to see him because he's his dad is dying. Yes. And we have kind of a heart to heart moment. Yeah. A little. It's kind I of feel like, like it's kind of like a I wasn't expecting this you type of thing for him to adopt his sons. Oh, I didn't see that coming. I um, did not but at all. What he says next to Joseph about how God appeared to him in Luz. Yes. The land of Canaan blessed him and said, behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you and I will give you and I will make you a company of peoples and will give this land to your offspring after yes. you for an everlasting, everlasting position. It's kind of like that beginning of the blessing. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show that, I mean, it's been passed, passed down. down and they are well aware Verbatim. of who they are. Yeah. Yes. They're well aware of who they are. It's me. I'm God's chosen one. Right. Like, but any, at any rate. That would have been so cool. So... To just sit there and just to be able to like, you know, God appeared to me and this is what he said. This is what he's promised me. Yeah. Yep. I have seen him, <laughs> you know, to say yeah. that to your kid. I, I literally fought with him. Right. I, rest, I wrestled with him and he's the reason I have because arthritis Because does Joseph, in my does Joseph ever see, physically see God? No, I don't think so. At least I don't think we've come across any accounts thus far that have said that. He's been faithful and he's been yeah, a righteous and he, man. And he but acknowledged he's never him, had, like, has acknowledged him always. Face to face encounters. Yeah interesting anyway i don't think the next person i think the next person to have a face-to-face -face encounter with god moses. is moses mm -hmm. yeah interesting um, but yes yeah. so jacob adopts joseph's two sons yes in 48 it yes says, verse 5 and now your two sons who were born to you in the land of egypt before i came to you in egypt are mine yes they're mine Ephraim and manessa shall be mine yes as, as reuben, reuben and, and simon, simon are, are. So they kind of replace. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's the research I kind of did on that because I was kind of hung up on that. And I was like, did he really I up, adopt I them? I hung up on that too. I'm like, did he really adopt them? But he did adopt them. And a lot of the stuff that I read from, you know, 
a bunch of different sources say that he adopted them for purposes of replacing yeah. Reuben and Simon. Well, they, he adopted them as the first and second born to put them into that status because Joseph's blessing is double fold because he is the chosen one, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. of Jacob. And yeah. so Joseph is blessed twice through the blessings of his sons and Mm -hmm. he himself is also blessed by his father yes so by adopting his his two sons in the status of the first and second born yeah it just shows like how big of a blessing he's giving yeah and plus reuben and simon were crap they did not have a good relationship with their father they had a lot of sin and we remember you know even back when um they were getting ready to sell joseph that sounds so terrible. It does. But I mean, that's what they did. Exactly what um, they did. When they were getting ready to sell Joseph, that Reuben was trying to get back in his good graces because well, yeah. of what he had done. Well, Reuben slept with Jacob's concubine. Mm-hmm. Like he... Which, number one, he shouldn't have had concubines in the first place. And number two, Reuben that wasn't his wife, so he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. And then Simon, along with... Uh, who was... Levi. Levi. They destroyed an entire town. They killed I was, all the yeah, men. They, I was talking... Because I called my dad and talked to him about that. I was like, they literally slaughtered an entire tribe's worth of people. Yeah. Like... Murdered. Yeah. Murdered a bunch of men. Yeah. After making After them circumc- castrate themselves, basically. Okay, no, not castrate. Circumcise. Circumcise. It's not... Obviously not. They get cursed. They do get cursed. Their like, blessings are good. No. no. I... Uh, so anyway, yes. Ephraim and Manessa replace Reuben, Reuben and Simon. Simon in the in the line of session of blessings. Yes, yes. Um, and there's a whole chapter dedicated to the blessing of Joseph's sons. Like 48 is nothing but the blessing of Joseph's sons. Yes. So it's very important, and there <clears throat> we'll see. But like this, the blessing line or the seed line is coming through Joseph's sons. Yes. So like. That's like a major point as well. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, so they shall be called by the name of their brothers in their inheritance. Mm-hmm. So, and the children after them, you fathered, shall be yours. <laughs> Can you imagine your dad just coming in and be like, okay, your son is mine now. Right. These two, they're mine. The next I'll, ones you have I'll, will be yours. I'll just take these. But these are mine. <laughs> these are mine. And apparently it was like a, I don't want to say normal, but like it was not an out of the ordinary yeah. thing i mean honestly with all the things that we have heard that are normal um it doesn't this does not it's not surprising no <laughs> i didn't see it coming yeah but it's didn't not see surprising. it coming but i'm not surprised that this was a normal thing yeah like so does that mean like you my my brother's son now or right like my uh, son brother are they my brother do they still have to listen to me mm-hmm. <laughs> like anyway anyway so this is also a part I got hung up on. I didn't know if you had anything, but it says, as for me, when I came from Padan, Padan, yep, to my sorrow, Rachel died in the land of Canaan on the way when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, and mm-hmm. I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Why mention her? But he's just adopted these two sons. He's saying that, you know, all the rest of your children that you have fathered next will be yours, but these two are mine. Um, and then, and then he just starts talking about Rachel. Like, I don't, why? He loved her. I don't know. Is it because that was his mom? And he was just like, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Cause he's about to, he's about to bless Joseph's son. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and when you think about it, technically speaking, Rachel was their grandmother. Yeah. So I guess it wouldn't be. Or now their mom. Right. Question mark. Does he have multiple moms? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know. 
just like one of those like i maybe he was just paying tribute or because he's soon dying and he knows that he's not going to be buried with his true love you know because leah is the one that's also buried in that cave of makala and rachel is buried somewhere in a under a tree in bethlehem Mm -hmm. i don't know it's one of those mysteries anyway continue um so then okay yeah what same thoughts i don't know the next he's like okay yeah i've taken your own your children your children is mine and then he says who are these oh are these my new sons okay so it's actually fitting that they do that before blessing they have to identify the true identity of the people who they are blessing because mind you he's almost blind isaac has been burned for this before he was the burner jacob was the burner exactly so i mean it's not surprising that he would be like okay who are these people i need the last four of your social security and your date of birth please seriously what what creature was in my office the first time that you visited me you know yeah yeah exactly yes yes so that was a quote from harry potter by the way if anybody didn't didn't get that anyway (laughs) then they say you know these are my sons he says bring them here and so he brings them here kisses them on the head yeah and then joseph kneels down and he puts who at the right hand manessa okay so it says and joseph took them both say his name if ephraim ephraim in his right hand ephraim say it ephraim yeah in his right hand towards israel's left hand excuse me jacob's left hand and Manasseh, is that how you say it? Manessa. Manessa, in his left hand towards Israel's right hand and brought them near to him. So if they're facing each other. Like they're Victoria facing are now right. Yeah. yeah. My my right is Victoria's left. Yes. And my, my left is Victoria's right. Yes. So that's why he put them in opposite hands to give to his father. Right? Because he was thinking that the eldest is going to go into the right hand. Oh, and the youngest okay. Is gonna now go I see what you're hand. saying. Yes. Right? That makes sense. So he had every intention of having it done properly, of having it done properly. Okay. Yes. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. We were having, we had a little, not even a tiff. It was was just like a a tiff, a tiff. (laughs) We had a little Tiffany. Anyway. (laughs) Samantha. (laughs) Continue. Oh, and we were just had a little thing and I was like, and did you know, did you read when Joseph tried to do the same thing? And she's like, I have a thing. I have an opinion on that. And that makes sense because I was thinking that Joseph was trying to Mm-mm. flaw the blessing much like when Isaac was trying to give Esau everything. Yeah. I mean, that all blew up in his face as yeah. we previously So he learned. was actually he was actually planning on giving the firstborn the firstborn things and the secondborn the secondborn yes. things. Like he had the, the correct intentions. Yes. Um, but then it says an injury. <laughs> words are hard he said and then israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of ephraim that was good who was the younger and his left hand on the head of manasseh crossing his hands for manasseh was firstborn and he blessed joseph and said the god before whom my fathers abraham and isaac walked the god who has been my shepherd all my life Long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys. And in them, let my name be carried on in the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude into the midst of the earth. That was the blessing. That's good. Yeah. 
But he crossed was, his hands. So he, he put the... Firstborn first. Gave the firstborn the he, firstborn blessing. No. He gave this the firstborn the secondborn blessing. And the secondborn the firstborn oh, blessing. Oh, yes. Because Joseph was going to do it properly. Yes. But, but Isaac crossed his hands. Jacob crossed his hands. Just kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Israel crossed his hands. He crossed his hands. So... We agreed to call him Jacob. Jacob... <laughs> Jacob crossed his hands. Jacob crossed his hands. Say it one more time, please. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. He crossed his hands. Jacob crossed his hands. <laughs> so next, you know, Joseph was like, whoa, 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 man. Like, that's not right. Right? Because yeah. he's like, hold on. In no. the blessing of things, it's the right hand that is supposed to be giving like the hierarchy. It's supposed to be like the... It's supposed to be the stronger hand. It represents strength, strength and, and help, preparation yes. and that type of Which thing. Which is why Jesus this sits where? At the right, right hand, hand of God. So it's the right hand, not the left. Yes. So all lefties out there. I mean, you're chosen also. <laughs> I'm left-handed, by the way. <laughs> anyway, um, Joseph calls him out and he's like, uh, your right hand is on the head of Ephraim. If if I am. Whatever. And it displeased him. Oh, it displeased him. Yeah, it displeased him because he was the youngest. It shouldn't displease him because he's not firstborn either, Joseph. But he does. But he's the favorite, so anyway. he might as well be the firstborn. It does, anyway, and he took his father. Hand, he took his father's hand to move it from Ephraim, <laughs> whatever, to his oldest son's head. And Joseph said to his father, not this way, my father, since this one is the firstborn, put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also shall become a people and he also shall be great. Nevertheless, his younger brother shall be greater than he and his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. Yep. But he blessed him. And that was that. Saying, by you, Israel will pronounce blessings, saying, God, make you as Ephraim and Manasseh. Manasseh. So thus he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Yep. That's crazy. It's crazy. Which makes me think that like these blessings are also like prophecy. I have a thing about that actually. Well, not a thing, just a point where I didn't realize that until literally what we're about to go into next with chapter 49. It says you know, Jacob called his sons and said, gather yourselves together that I may tell you of what shall happen to you in days to come. So the blessings that we're about to go over for each of his sons are actually prophecy for them. That's crazy. Yeah. What, how Which, though? I, well, God had appeared yeah. to him before. So he, I'm sure he appeared to him either in a dream or like. Or maybe he's just speaking came through to, him. Yeah. Yeah, because like when you read it, because the first time I read through this, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Why is who is he to be saying these things? And then I went back and I reread it and I'm like, oh, that's not him speaking. Yeah, that's God. He's either relaying verbatim what God said or like he said, I'm going to tell you of what's what's going to happen to you. And so they know what he's about to say is prophecy. Or Which from God. makes complete sense about the whole blessings thing, because why would Isaac curse Esau the exactly. way he did exactly you know yeah and I didn't realize that until I was reading these chapters that makes sense so yeah I just thought that was something interesting so Israel said to Joseph behold I'm about to die but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers moreover I have given you 
I have given to you rather than to your brothers one mountain slope that I took from the hand of the Amorites Amorites, Amorites, with my sword and my bow. So he has a whole freaking mountain that he's given to Joseph. Yeah, a whole section of land or whatever. That he won in war, it sounds like, right? That's what it sounds like to me. And that was the end of 48. Yeah. And then this is where we get into basically him prophesying what's going to happen to every single one of his sons. sons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had to, you know, he basically said, you know, everyone come here and listen i didn't even read that um, i just skipped down to reuben wow yeah. victoria you suck <laughs> you missed an, an important part there that's a where, where you where i'll pick up for you if you pick up for me right yeah. i read through and i was like this sounds a lot like the future because yeah, judah's because, is very very much so yeah the future. because i read it and i'm like how what this doesn't make any sense so i went back and i reread it uh, i had to reread it a couple times and then i'm like oh Hmm. that's okay yeah so he i mean he starts off with his oldest and then he goes down to the youngest and i read this first rubens and i just i'm not gonna lie i laughed out loud um because it says not gonna lie he had us in the first half with this one he says ruben you are my firstborn my might the first fruits of my strength preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power Oh, here we go. Unstable. Unstable as water. <laughs> you shall not have preeminence because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. So he went up to my couch. Yeah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. My couch. Yeah, I, and that's what that says, right? No, it does say that. <laughs> I mean, so we see basically. Why is there not a footnote on the couch? I, I don't know. <laughs> so and then you shall not excel. Yeah, it's it's basically Ruben, saying you're my unstable. firstborn. <laughs> my firstborn. The first of my fruits of strength. Your disappointment. You are as unstable as water. <laughs> like, told you he had us in the first half. Yeah. It's not funny. But I mean, it's... I mean, he did it to himself. He did do it to himself. I'm like, this family drama. Seriously. So then, okay. Okay. Well, Simon let's, and Levi get the same. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe there's... No, there's not. Sorry, Simon and Levi. There's nothing no, for you either. they murdered an entire city. No, they literally get cursed. <laughs> um you know weapons and violence are their swords let my soul come not into their council oh my glory be not joined for in their anger they killed men and then curse be their anger for it is fierce in their wrath for it is cruel i will divide them in jacob and scatter them in israel yeah so So don't you realize that both of those are terrible blessings yeah they absolutely are they're curses but they also recount what the sins were that makes them why this happened curse this is why this is happening to you just so you know yeah so So. it's not like they just negated that they mentioned it in the exactly quote unquote exactly so um and then we feel like judas is my favorite yeah well yeah of course it is (laughs) so then we go to judah judah this was one of you want me to read it yeah, this was one of my favorite verses. Okay. Judah, your brothers shall praise you. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's son shall bow down. <laughs> wow, it came Scottish a little bit. <laughs> your father's son shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's cub. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He stooped down. He crouched as a lion and a li- and as a lioness who dares rouse him. Rouse? Mm-hmm. Who dares yes. rouse him. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until tribute comes to him, and to him shall 
be the obedience of the peoples binding his foal to the vine and his donkey's colt to the choice vine he has washed his garments in wine and his vest vesture 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 in the blood of grapes his eyes are darker than wine and his teeth are whiter than milk yeah so they're talking about two people here yes first person is king david okay who i didn't get that you know yeah yeah well king david comes before jesus yeah um yes you know that from all from you did know that i know you did (laughs) um you know talking about you know the his hand being on his enemies necks he was you know a great ruler you know and all that and then eventually led to jesus yes so my favorite about the whole the jesus one is until tribute comes to him so that's specifically talking about jesus Mm -hmm. and to him shall all the the obedience of the peoples the coming of christ the coming of christ his this is it his binding his foal to the vine and his donkey's colt to the choice vine jesus is depicted as the vine Mm -hmm. the choice vine yes and he rides into jerusalem on holy week on a donkey's colt does like what Mm -hmm. 1600 years it took 1600 years from this prophecy to the coming of christ yeah to be fulfilled but it it was fulfilled yes so 1600 years i mean this all carries weight that too and then i also read somewhere that judah's like land where he was like residing at was also very fruitful of wine and grapes like that's why grapes and like wine yeah, is that like makes all sense. in there that makes sense but then like his eyes are darker than wine his teeth are whiter than milk it's like speaking to his not maybe not judah's but somebody's nice appearance yes what else would that mean i don't know what that means i'll be honest <laughs> with you i have no idea what that means anyway zebulun <laughs> um basically says you're gonna be a a people of the shore you know you should dwell at the shore of the sea he shall come a haven for ships and his border shall be at sidon yeah sidon so you sidon you just wanted to say your cat's name his name is poseidon (laughs) no poseidon but i call him fluff (laughs) um (laughs) it is mm. ishgar ishgar is a strong donkey crouching between the sheep folds he so did you know donkeys are actually protectors yeah i did you know um even still to this day they put them um with other animals yeah, to protect them yeah sheep and stuff because sheep, they'll fight off the cows yeah mm-hmm. they live a really long time too. too he saw that a resting place was good and that the land was pleasant so he bowed his shoulder to bear and became a servant at forced labor forced labor that makes me think he's like a slave yeah yeah well i mean somebody had to stay where in egypt i guess for all those israelites i mean i don't know i just i didn't look too much into his i didn't either i look um and then dan this is i i don't know one of my favorites one of my interesting one of the ones i think that are most most interesting um dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes is as well. <laughs> i quit start over i quit <laughs> <clears throat> This is one of the blessings that I find most interesting because we also see a a very prolific character coming from Dan. But Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Um, And one of those people is Samson with the long hair and the strength. I'm going to be very honest right now. I don't know who Samson is. Oh, you're going to love it. 
his stories and judges will get there eventually. Yeah. Um, in one, two, the three, rest of four, five, six books. Yeah, sure. Um, Dan shall be a serpent in the way, a viper by the path that bites the horse's heels so that the rider falls backwards. I wait for your salvation, O Lord. Can it be a good blessing to be called a serpent? Well, I think he's referring to the fact that he's, they're going to be, um, I don't know. I looked it up and it didn't necessarily reflect something bad, but I don't really know. I, oh, apparently he was a troublesome tribe. They introduced idol tree into Israel. Oh, good. Love that for Dan. One of his golden calves and Dan. Hmm. And later Dan became a center of idol worship in Israel. Oh, good. It says something, this is the enduring word commentary, by the way. It says something, the serpent, by the way, refers to the idea that the Antichrist would come from the tribe of Dan. Oh, wonderful. Way to go, Dan. <laughs> I mean, somebody had to do it. <laughs> but you wouldn't think it would be coming from one of the tribes of Israel. I mean, think about everybody's from one of the tribes of Israel. Are they? I'm, I don't know. There was other people. Israelites. There was like a bunch of Egyptians and it's true. other Gentiles. That's true. I mean, everybody is someone from Noah, someone mm-hmm. from Adam. Jepheth. Japheth. Japheth. Who? Japheth. Hmm? Who are the brothers' names? Who? Noah's sons. Japheth. Oh, Ham. I don't remember. Ham. No. Ham, Ham. Sham. Ham. Ham. Ham, Shem, and Japheth. Boom. Ham, Shem, and Japheth. Yeah. Anyway. Um... The Antichrist is apparently going to come yeah, oh, good. from Dan. Good. Wonderful. Um, Gad. Yeah. So riders shall raid Gad, but he shall raid at their heels. That's so cryptic. Like, what does that mean? Right? Like, wh- the tribe of Gad supplied many fine troops for the later king of Israel, David. Mm. For his brother. Okay. Asher's food will be rich and he shall yield royal delicacies. Royal delicacies. Basically, he's a really good farmer, is what I get from that. He gets nice he land and he has like delicacies. Soil and, yeah. Interesting. Nifatali? 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 Yes. I don't know. Um, is a doe let loose that bears beautiful fawns. Basically, what I found on this was that. Because I was like, okay, to me, I'm like, okay, so they're just good looking. And yeah, that's what it was. They were just that this tribe, they think, just had an easier like way of life because they because of because of their looks. So I did a little digging into this one. Good. Because I was curious. I was like, what a beautiful fawns. And there's a footnote in my Bible about it. And so it says for the fawns, it says, or gives beautiful words or that bears fond of the fold. Gives beautiful words is what I was looking at. So Nefali, I'm not saying that right, but that this, this land was in a key portion near the Sea of Galilee, the region where Jesus did most of his ministry. And so he gave like most of his sermons and most of his parables in this area. Interesting. And of course, they're beautiful words because they came from Jesus' mouth. Yeah, but he wasn't from the folly. No, but he did most of his ministry in the folly. And it's even talked about in Matthew. Um, it says, now when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee and leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum. 
Capernaum. Yep. Which is by the sea in the regions of Zebulun and Nephali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Nephali by the sea by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death has light has dawned. Interesting. So I think his was also pointing towards Yeah, absolutely. Of course, Joseph gets like the beautiful one yeah but they could have also been good looking who knows i mean he wasn't he wasn't from rachel he was from leah right he was weak his eyes were weak <laughs> oh poor leah hey she got buried in the tomb of the matriarchs mm-hmm. along did, with the other patriarchs she was so. the first true wife yeah, yep anyway continue so then we get joseph um joseph is a fruitful bow is a fruitful bough by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers bitterly attacked him, shot at him, and harassed him severely, yet his bow remained unmoved. His arms were made agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. From there is the shepherd of the stone of Israel, by the God of your father, who will help you, by the Almighty, who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that crouches beneath, blessings of the beasts, Oops, nope. <laughs> blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of your father are mighty beyond the blessings of your parent of my parents. Up to the bounties of the everlasting hills. May they be on the head of Joseph and on the brow of him who was set apart from his brothers. What does that mean? I'll be honest with you, I really didn't look much at his because I was like, oh well, he gets everything. I mean, he's already been blessed through his sons that are now Jacob's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the description as a fruitful bough by a well speaks of his well-being, his being well-watered and provided for in his deep, real relationship with God. The main point in Joseph's character was that he was clear and constant fellowship with God, and therefore God blessed him greatly. Mm. And obviously the archers and him being shot... Um, were his brothers and everybody who sought harm against him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Our question says, Joseph received many blessings in verses 22 through 26, including a double portion. His two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, each became the founder of a tribe of Israel. Yeah. Oh. Then technically, aren't there 13 tribes of Israel? I don't really know. I mean, there's 12, but they're technically 13, because if it's two sons, you still have Levi. That's true. But he kind of lumped Levi and what's his face With Simon, again? yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, and then Benjamin. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning, devouring the prey. And at evening, dividing the spoil. Which basically points to him becoming great warriors. Um, it says, Saul, Jonathan, and Ehud. Ehud? Hmm? E-H-U-D. It's just the name of a great warrior in the oh, okay. Old Testament. So, and Saul was, I mean, if this is the Saul that I'm thinking of, Saul is the first king of Israel. So, Hmm. interesting. Yeah. Before David. Anyway. I mean, can you imagine going after Joseph, his blessing? Like you get all of this nice stuff and then it's just like Benjamin is a wolf. A ravenous wolf. It's done. (laughs) We we began with unstable as water and end with a ravenous wolf. (laughs) A ravenous wolf. They did it by birth, so. Yeah, so. Uh, Poor Benjamin. He's the youngest one. Yeah, but he was a favorite, so. Never knew his mom. Sad. 
Yeah, that is sad. Anyway, so these are all the 12 tribes of Israel. Yep. This is what their father said to them as he blessed them, blessing each with the blessing suitable to him. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. Each with the blessing suitable to him. And he commanded them and said to them, I am to be gathered to my people, bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that was in the field uh, at Machpelah, to the east of Myanmar, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with the field from Ephron to the Hittite to possess as a burying place. That is a long-winded tribe to say. He was buried where Abraham was in the the cave. The cave of Machpelah. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they buried Abraham and Sarah, his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah, his wife. And there I buried Leah. And the field and the cave that is in it where we bought from the Hittites. Again, he's just saying this. Don't bury me here. Take me. Yes. To my family. (laughs) 33 is so crazy to me and i wonder if it actually happened like this i'm assuming it did it says when jacob finished commanding his sons he drew up his feet into the bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people i'm sure i'm sure that it was i mean he knew he knew he was dying yeah so it's probably with and that again was probably not an uncommon thing you're just having a normal conversation with somebody and then they put their feet up on the bed and they die yeah i mean so jacob is dead yes he's dead that was the end Um, of 49 yeah, and with way. Jacob's death and his burial. Yes. Um, but yeah, we see Rebecca again mm. here. Mm. You know how we were told about the mm. the the nurse was it nurse? Yeah, Deborah. Deborah <laughs> instead of Rebecca. Go but we hear again. You know she she has died at this point, and she's buried in the same cave where everybody else is buried. Mm. And that's it. Don't do that. <laughs> she was a troublemaker. She. Who wasn't? Jesus. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, 50. It's the yes. last. This is the last, last chapter. chapter of Genesis. So. Obviously, Joseph is sad. Yeah, he's very sad because do we know how much time has passed? How much time has passed between when he came and when he died? No, I don't know. Oh, I feel like it said it, and we. Pro- I think feel like we said it in the last. I don't remember. Anyway, he was away for fifteen his fa- years. Okay, I think is what it or, said. Fifteen or seven or something like that. Something I don't know like that. Less than twenty. Yeah. So then he gets his father back, or was it? It was seventeen years. Yeah, was it, was say, 17 like it was seventeen years because he got the same amount of time with him after he came to Egypt than he did before he went to Egypt. Oh, that's how I remember that. Interesting. I never even put that together. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so Joseph gets his father back and then... 17 years later. Dies. He dies. He's very upset. Um, so he fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And he had um, the Egyptian physicians embalm him. And I just think this is interesting because this is the first time that we're seeing that mentioned about somebody being embalmed in the Bible. Well, embalming was something that the Egyptians did. Yeah. Clearly with the mummies and everything Mm -hmm. like that. But Mm -hmm. like it wasn't something that. Correct. The Jews did or that even the Hebrews did. Correct. Even with Jesus, they didn't embalm him. Yes, because they believed that from dust you came and dust you shall return. And the sooner your body is able to decay and return to the return to the dust the better and more freeing for your soul it mm-hmm. is from what i read anyway interesting but the egyptians believe that 
they're preserving your body for the second coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or for the afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah, for your afterlife. Okay. Which was just like this whole... Which is why they eventually filled pyramids with all that stuff. They think the mummies were just going to start walking around and... No, the afterlife. You went there like when you were dead. Like oh, that's where you like went. Shield. Like your body was there, but like uh, it's... <laughs> Your body is there, but you're not. You know what I mean? Like not like your body is in the tomb or in mm-hmm. the coffin or whatever. Mm-hmm. But whatever you have with you is what you can take with you to the afterlife. Uh, but the uh, afterlife is like a different, I guess, realm. for lack of yeah, better term, mm-hmm. a different realm. And so because oftentimes they would have and we'll get into this more when we get into Exodus, but oftentimes they would have like people buried alive with them so that they would go to the afterlife with them. Like their servants <gasps> and oh my gosh, are you yeah. serious? Oh yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, that's crazy. And like we'll we'll see too. Like they'll have animals mummified, like cats, I believe specifically. And well, like, the Egyptians used to worship cats. So yeah, that's that what I'm saying sense. to take them to the afterlife with them and blah blah blah. But at any rate, so I mean that was just not something that the Israelites or the he. I guess I shouldn't say all the Hebrews, but like mm-hmm. the God's people at that time did because. They didn't believe in that type of afterlife. You know, some cultures, even today, will take their dead and stick them outside in the sun and like stand them up places. Why? I don't know. So they can be with them. I'll oh. have to look it up. It's somewhere in like, it's somewhere in South South America. No, I, no I'm not doing that. It's creepy. Ugh. Yeah. No. They're all dried out and everything. No. Like, where do you, where do you, where do you put the smell? Anyway. That's what I'm thinking. How is that biologically safe? It's not. <laughs> it's not. Anyway. Um, so they embalm him. Yeah. And basically what I found, like, the way they embalmed him is was not the traditional way that they would have embalmed, like, fully embalmed and mummified an Egyptian. They basically drained the body of fluids and preserved it. They, like, this is going to be so graphic, but they stuffed his navel with like different type of preservative spices and stuff. His belly button. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because of where they were going to have to take him to be buried was such a long journey. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. They were going to, they had to do something. Mm-hmm. How could they just take a body that far away? <laughs> you know, like the sun, they had explode. Yes. They would they so they had to do they would literally explode. (laughs) Yeah. So they had to do something. So from what I understand, that's why they embalmed him was in order to make him last for the trip to That makes through the morning period and then the trip to the cave, basically. That makes sense. So So if we ever happen upon this cave, are we gonna find a fully intact Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> he would probably be more intact than anybody the else. others. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see. Well, we'll get to that later at the end of this chapter. Yeah. Anyway, so they mourned. It took 40 days to embalm him. Mm-hmm. And they mourned for him for 70 days. Okay. So I read somewhere. Yeah. 70 days. I read somewhere that a royal mourning period for the egyptians royal as in the pharaoh has died royal mourning period for the egyptians is 72 days so he almost got a royal they mourn for jacob for 70 days yeah because the egyptians mourned with him yes and because of how high of standing that joseph was yes they mourned with him they mourned with joseph yeah 
70 days. That's a very long time. I don't have enough PTO to, to mourn for that long. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to need to take FMLA. Seriously. Nowadays, you get what? Two two bereavement days for immediate family? That's, That's not sickening. enough. sickening. That's not enough. That's the United States of America for you. I can't. Anyway, um, and Joseph, you know, like we were just talking about, he's still working. Yes. So he has to go. He goes and he asks the Pharaoh for permission. Listen, my father's on his literal last dying breath. He said, please don't bury me here. Please take me back. He made him swear. Yeah. Please take me back to where my father and my father's father is buried Mm -hmm. so that I too might be buried there. So Joseph has to go and ask for permission to leave to leave. Mm -hmm. And um, because he's the right hand of the Pharaoh. He's literally number two in all of Egypt. Yep. So he's running the show, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he needs some need, needs a little bit of time off here. Um, and so Joseph, or not Joseph, Pharaoh says yes. He gives him that. He not only gives him that, but like he sends him with a, a multitude of people. Chariots and horsemen. Yeah. And then we... Like I think, an army <clears throat> of protection. Yeah. And I think we may have talked about this in one of the past episodes, but like chariots were like big time money 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 money. like well think about it the pharaoh has all the money yeah he does thanks to joseph all the money all the land all the people so so yeah so like if people saw them coming like they just didn't mess with try yeah Yeah. they didn't even didn't even try it yeah because they didn't want to find out (laughs) later on it says you know when they came hold on yes when they came to the threshing floor at atad which is beyond the jordan they lamp lamented Mm -hmm. do you know what that word means i think they hold on what verse is that 10 i think i do but i want to see it in the context okay they lamented there with a great with a very great and grievous lamentation i feel like it just means they were there and they grieved and they were really sad and they were really upset and he made a mourning for his father seven days so he mourned there for seven days and the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning on the threshold floor of Atad, and they said, this is a grievous mourning by the Egyptians. So, like, even the people around them were noticing that they were, like, upset. Yeah. So, basically, and this is according to openthebible.org, um, a lament is a prayer expressing sorrow, pain, or confusion. Lament showed... Lament should be the, the chief way Christians process grief in God's presence because many Christians have grown up. No, not reading that part. It's not relevant to this. <laughs> Basically, it was people knew what it was when they saw it they knew exactly what it was they knew that they were in mourning for something because they were basically praying and they were really upset and they're expressing their grief and everything. You know, the number one way that I know that the fall happened and that all of this is actually true is the fact that we were never meant to die and the fact that we have such mourning and such heartache and such loss felt by the passing of a person Mm -hmm. is just showing you that it was never meant to be that way exactly the amount of pain Mm -hmm. that you have from a loss forever yeah it lasts forever yeah and at this point in time like it does last forever because Mm -hmm. there's no jesus yet yeah We'll learn, you know, later through the New Testament that God changes that, that it's not forever. Exactly. But like, you know, every time somebody dies in the Bible thus far, it has been a lengthy mourning period. It has been a lengthy conversation of yeah. what they did after that person died. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show that it wasn't supposed to be yeah, like that. Exactly. That's a very good point. Anyway, aside from the fact that God actually wrote the Bible and everything actually happened, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's still going to. Exactly. Okay. 
So they bury him and they go back. And then Joseph's brothers are back to this hole. Now our dad's dead. He's going to get back at us because the only reason he didn't get back at us yes, before was yes. because his dad was, his here. Dad was here. And yeah. now that his dad's not here, he's going to kill us all. Yeah, he's going to do to us what we did to him and da 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 So they concoct this plan and they're like... Um, they say, your father will... Your father gave this command before <laughs> he died. Say to Joseph, please forgive the transgressions of your brothers and their sin because they did evil to you. And now please forgive the transgressions of the servants of the God of your father. Referring to themselves. And let's not forget several chapters ago, he had already forgiven them. Oh, yeah. So they're back to this whole... What thing. this whole thing makes me think that Joseph actually Joseph Jacob actually never said that he didn't we we read we just read what he said he never said that I mean it could have it could have been said in private but at the same time there was a point when before Joseph and Jacob had reunited that he was like I only have one son yes and he's like and you who did he blame he blamed it was like he blamed them specifically yeah for their for something Joseph, happening for yeah, Joseph to and Joseph. now and now and, so, and now Benjamin is there or now you want Benjamin like yeah, he was, was like right I only have around, one son yeah um so why would he say that to them exactly to tell Joseph exactly because he didn't and there's debate about it there's a lot of debate about it but like I I don't think he said it I don't think so either I think if he would have said that then it would have said that when Jacob was giving his last will and testament mm-hmm. you know that's my opinion but at the same time like like you said he Joseph himself already told his and brothers that he forgave them. Do we ever find out that Jacob found out what really happened to Joseph? Because then he would have cursed. Let's be real. He would have cursed all of them, not just Reuben, Simon and Levi. I don't know. Because everybody but Benjamin played a part in it. I don't know. So why would he have blessed? Anyway, I wonder. That's a good question. You know, I mean, like, that's one of those things we'll have to ask when we die. But yeah, like <laughs> just curiosity. So. And basically, again, this is another, you know, one of my favorite verses. His brothers do this whole, your dad said to forgive us for what we did. Da, 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 don't hold it against us. And he says here in chapter 50, verse 19. 19. But Joseph said to them, do not fear for I am in the place of God. Or no, am sorry. I? For am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he com- comforted them and spoke kindly to them. So I want to be like Joseph when I grow up. It's, <laughs> I mean, they literally tried to murder him and then they sold him into slavery where he lived in prison for how many years? And I have a hard time. I forgive you. Forgiving somebody who does the littlest thing to me. Yeah. You know? It should become second nature. I forgive you. Just like, I forgive you. You actually have to mean it, though. Yeah. <laughs> but the more you say it, the more you'll mean it. That's one of the things. Is that, that true? Like, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Put it into practice. I'm going to starting mm-hmm. tomorrow. Every, oh, you know, James starting is now. the one that actually told me that. He was like, every time somebody apologizes to me, I'm just like, I forgive you. Interesting. I say tomorrow because I'm thinking, no, immediately. 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 Um, so then blah, 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 whatever happens, happens. And then Joseph dies. 
<laughs> and I say blah 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 whatever happens because we don't know. We don't know. It goes from Joseph saying I forgive you, I love you. I'm going to take care of you and your kids. To him being to, 110 years old. To him old being 110 and years old. And, I mean, literally, it says the death of Joseph. So. Yeah. He does die. <laughs> yeah, he remained he in Egypt. Die. He and his father's house. So everybody remained with him. Mm-hmm. Joseph lived 110 years. And he saw Ephraim's children to the third Ephraim. generation. Whatever. Say it. Ephraim to the third generation. You know, all these people are going to hear how mean you are to me. <laughs> you want to hear it. That's not true. I'm Fine, not I forgive you. <laughs> That's why I did that. Uh-huh. So you could practice it. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so to the third generation. So he was a great, great grandfather. Right? Third generation. Yeah. So the children also of his son sure. of his son were counted as Joseph's own. Of course they were. And Joseph. Well, yeah, he had two sons replaced. Like, Jacob took two of his. Right. And Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die. God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So he didn't actually want to stay in Egypt. No, he did not. Interesting. He wanted to go to the promised land. So Joseph died being 110 years old. Of which he had been preached to about his whole life. Yeah. So... And like his father, they embalmed him. Yes. But he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Yes, he was buried in a coffin in Egypt. And we know that because it says they embalmed him and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. (laughs) I literally just read that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. So that brings us to the end of Genesis. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. What did you just say? (laughs) Crazy. It is crazy. Like, I can't. There has been so much that has happened. Do you know how long, how many years are in just Genesis? I don't even know. Millions. Probably. No. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) I know it's not millions. That was a joke. (laughs) Joking. It's a joke. A sarcastic joke. Anyway, I don't, I don't know how many are in actual, actually. I don't know. The span across Genesis. Because like Abraham to joseph isn't that long of time compared to creation to the flood to yeah sodom and gomorrah Mm -hmm. like you know yep oh yeah that's crazy anyway so our favorite verse for this episode i believe that's the end this is the end our last favorite verse of genesis yes um it's chapter 50 verse 20 and it says we just read it as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people shall be kept alive as they are today. Yes. And I think we just like that one, you know, because again, it's just another example of how God can use what seems like a hopeless or bad situation, an evil situation and, and mean it for good. Yes. And he does that all throughout the Bible. He does that all throughout our lives. Yeah. A thousand day. percent. He'll bring someone that is a complete, total pos human train wreck into your life and he will teach you things and he will make you grow yeah and it would be good in the end of things exactly because anything good comes from god so if it's not good it doesn't come from god but he's using so it as a lesson if somebody tries to veer your path or knock god's plan off kilter it's not gonna work it's not gonna work think about it as evidence in these first 50 chapters of the bible seriously. like beginning with satan and the serpent yeah. good try ha 
Joke's on you, buddy. Seriously, though. Joseph being sold and then becoming the number two in Egypt. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Paul in in prison, but he brings Ugh. he brings the gospel to the Romans. Like, or to, yeah, to Rome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was remembering that correctly. Yes. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's preached throughout the entire Bible that what anybody or anything tries to derail God's plan, it's obviously not going to work. So there's nope. no need to fret. That's right. So on the next episode... We will be overhauling or overviewing the events of Genesis yeah. and what we have learned. It's going to be a shorter episode, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it's just like an overview recap, I think. Recap of Genesis. Just yeah, kind of like what happened. I know it's been a long time. It's been three months. Yeah. We've been in the Believe book of Genesis. So it'll be a nice little it's, refresh. It's been a little bit longer than Jacob's mourning period. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For some context. Seriously. If you've listened to all these episodes. Yes, if you've listened to all these episodes, we greatly appreciate your yes, presence thank you and you so being much. here. Um, but we yeah, so that next episode will be up next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to be moving after that into the book of Exodus. Yes. Um, moving right along. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this time we spent in God's Word, and we hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>